It is zero hour thirty, Universal Time. Time for the news in special English. In Syria, at least thirty-one civilians and soldiers were killed in violence Sunday. The country was holding a national vote on a new temporary constitution. Western governments and the Syrian opposition criticized the vote, calling it a farce. The opposition called for a boycott of the action. The proposed constitution would create a political system of more than one party. The Ba'ath Party of President Bashar al-Assad has controlled Syria for almost fifty years. And Mr. Assad would continue to be extremely powerful under the new constitution. The opposition says the only solution to Syria's crisis is the removal of Mr. Assad as president. His almost year-long military campaign against anti-government activists has killed thousands of civilians. In Egypt, a court has opened the trial of 43 employees of foreign non-profit groups. The defendants are accused of illegal political activities and failing to register their groups with the government. They include 16 Egyptians and 16 Americans. Several Germans, Jordanians, Palestinians, and Serbs are also charged. The accused say their groups have long sought legal registration. The American State Department says the groups were to help with Egyptian elections. It says the Americans are politically neutral and do not support any individual candidates. The judge ordered the trial to continue on April 26th. Colombia's main rebel group, known as FARC, has announced plans to release the remaining government hostages it is holding. It also says it plans to stop kidnapping for money. The group released news of the decision on its website. Ten of what FARC calls prisoners of war are on the final list of people being freed. Some time ago, the group said it was releasing six hostages, but now says it is freeing all Colombian government captives. It is not known where or when the detainees will be let go. FARC did not say anything about the civilian hostages that it continues to hold. Afghan officials say they are hunting for an Afghan official suspected of killing two American military advisors. Their bodies were found in an office in the Afghan Interior Ministry in Kabul. Officials say a 25-year-old intelligence agent, Abdul Sabur, shot the Americans. Demonstrations continue in Afghanistan. 
to protest the destruction of several copies of the Islamic holy book, the Quran, by NATO troops. More than 20 people have died in the demonstrations. The troops burned the books at Bagram Air Base on Tuesday. President Obama and other American officials have apologized for the action. Afghan President Hamid Karzai called for calm on Sunday as protests continued. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The Pakistani government has destroyed the house where al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden was killed by American troops in May. Pakistan began to bring down the building late Saturday in the northwest town of Abbottabad. Pakistani security forces deployed to the area kept news reporters and other observers away. Bin Laden lived in the house for several years with his three wives, children, and grandchildren. Pakistan was angered by the secret American raid that killed bin Laden. Voting has ended in Senegal's presidential election, following weeks of protest about the candidacy of President Abdullah Wad. Opponents say Mr. Wad is violating the Constitution in seeking a third term. At least six people have been killed in violent demonstrations about the issue. Mr. Wad signed a law in 2001 that limits Senegalese presidents to two terms of service. But last month, Senegal's Constitutional Court ruled Mr. Wad was not included under the measure because it became law while he was already in office. Mr. Wad is running against 13 other candidates, including two former prime ministers. A suicide car bombing near a major religious center in central Nigeria Sunday has killed at least three people and wounded 38 others. Officials say the attack came during services at the Church of Christ in the city of Jos. The attack led to rioting by young Christians. Attacks Friday in two northern cities killed at least 17 people. A 24-hour curfew has been ordered in the northeastern city of Gombe, the capital of Gombe State. At least 12 people were killed at police headquarters there on Friday. Police suspect that members of the radical Islamic group Boko Haram are responsible for the attack. Officials stopped a second attack at a prison. Also Friday night in the northwest city of Kano, police say gunmen killed five people at a Muslim religious center. No one has claimed responsibility. On Sunday, 
thousands of Russians linked hands to form a human chain that circles the central part of the city of Moscow. The Russians are protesting Prime Minister Vladimir Putin's likely return as president in the election planned for next week. The protesters stood side by side Sunday around the 16-kilometer Moscow Garden Ring Road. Many of them wore white ribbons that had become a sign of the biggest opposition protests since the fall of the Soviet Union. Mr. Putin became prime minister after serving as president from 2000 to 2008. In September, he announced that he planned to run for president again in the March 4th election and would trade places with President Dmitry Medvedev. And now, briefly, here again is the major news of the hour, read in VOA Special English. At least 31 civilians and soldiers were killed Sunday in fighting in Syria. Colombia's main rebel group, known as FARC, has announced plans to release the remaining government hostages it is holding. And Afghan officials say they are hunting for an Afghan man suspected of killing two American military advisors. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.